It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Reds avoided a sweep at the hands of the Pirates and managed to keep a glimmer of hope alive for a postseason berth heading into the final week of the season. We'll get you set for that big push to the finish line on today's Locked on Reds. You are Locked on Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked on Reds with myself, Jeff Carr, and my co-host, Stephen Offenbaker. We are lifelong Cincinnati Reds fans that have turned an addiction into information for you. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us talk some Reds with you. If you're an everydayer, thank you so much for being so. You are what makes this show go. Locked on Reds is, of course, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. We are your team every single day. And... We would love to hear from you in the comments section. Got a question for you. Want to uh, gauge your responses on it as um, it's a big topic. Is Joey Votto done? Is that his last home game? Did we see the last of Joseph Daniel Votto in a Reds uniform? Well, we've got a lot that we're going to cover here today. We're going to talk about where the Reds are in the playoff race after a bit of a Halloween week. We're going to talk about whether or not we can actually trust this bullpen for the final five games of the year. And we're going to talk about the team MVP because I think it changed after this last week. Before we get to all of that, I wanted to let you know we are brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks and you can win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app today and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit as well. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. All right, listen, Jeff. Before we get into this, The Joey Votto stuff, it hit you in the feels, it hit me in the feels, it hit everybody in the ballpark and everybody at home right in the feels. There's a lot to talk about. So I think this is the best way to proceed. Uh, There's a lot to talk about from the action with the Pittsburgh Pirates over the weekend and the playoff implications and what's going on in baseball. We're going to focus on that today. I agree. Uh, Because the Reds are off today, uh, we've got an episode tomorrow without a game having been played. So on tomorrow's episode, we'll get everybody caught up on what the playoff races look like. And the rest of that episode, I think, will be all Joey Votto. We're going to talk about the game on Sunday. We're going to talk about his legacy in Cincinnati. We're going to talk about uh, his history here with this team and and his history with baseball. And it's going to be a fun Joey Votto episode. And I think that's the best way to proceed because there's a lot of newsy stuff that we need to get to. Yeah, there's there's so much where it stands with the Reds and their their playoff standing and what they need to do and what needs to happen for them because let's face it, we're kind of at do or die moment here. The Reds officially can't lose another game. Like I, I really don't think they can go four and one. And even with help, they would need too much help. Like five and zero, oh, they still need help. Because we've said before, we said when they were at 11 games, they really can only go 8-3. and three. They've blown that out of the water. Way out. That's way out of the water. So they've got to win the last five games, and then they still need help from other, uh, other teams losing. 
Yeah, let's let's set up this picture a little bit. Yeah. So where we stand right now as of this recording, you're all are waking up on Monday morning, watching this thing, getting ready for the Bengals game. Who day? Hopefully Joe Burrow's calf is fine. But here's where we're at. The Reds now sit two and a half games back of the final wild card spot. They trail Miami, who is one game back of the Cubs, uh, who have the final wild card spot right now, trailing the Diamondbacks by just a half game for the second spot. So it's still very congested there, with the Reds being the trailing end at 2.5 games. Uh, the Reds are a long shot at this point, and, and there's, there's still a little bit of hope. As you say, uh, they're going to have to have some help. They're going to have to win out. You know, Votto in his postgame on the field yep. yesterday, said that this team is tenacious. There's no quit in them. They're tenacious, and they're going to do the best that they can to bring this home for the people of Cincinnati. They like this spot, I, yeah. I I believe that. Yeah. This is this is where they play their best. They play their best when they're up against it at the end, and, and we've seen that all season long, and that's where they're at right now. But Joey Votto is not the only one who believes that this team is tenacious and that they're going to fight. You know, Jonathan India was asked about this, and he had some thoughts on the sprint to the finish. Yeah, we just we need to win out. You know, bottom line, we need to win every game, and um, you know that's our our goal now. We need to win at any cost in, in any game. So uh, it's the only way we have a chance. He also was talking about the you know the the Sunday game being down two zero. That's almost where they do their best work, mm-hmm. and it's not to say that you don't want to be up nine to nothing. But when they were up nine to nothing on Saturday and they blow that lead, I. Look, I still can't believe that that lead evaporated and there's a very good chance that come October 2nd, we are going to look back at that game and be like, that's the one. The Reds could miss the playoffs by a game and that might be the game that they miss it because of. There's a lot of different games you can point throughout the season that the Reds could have fixed and that's not the only one, but that's the one thing that is just like nine runs. You're up nine runs and you don't win that ball game, that's why the Reds have this mentality now. That's why we have this mentality now. Look, we're not saying that they're done, but it's a long shot. I'm not saying it's a 50-50 coin flip anymore. It's less than a 50-50 it, shot. It, it, is a, it is a long shot. I mean, we're going to have to be honest about this. Yeah. And, and anybody that has listened to this show with any regularity knows that we try to be on the optimistic side of things. Yes. We try to find some of the silver linings. And so the silver lining here is that they're not eliminated. Right. There is still a chance. You, you know, you're famous for, you're saying there's a chance. Well, <laughs> I'm saying there's a chance. chance. But this team's going to have to scrap. And, and it's interesting that, to hear Jonathan India frame it up that way because that's exactly what it's going to be. It is going to be a scratch and claw their way to the finish line, and they have to win every game. Uh, another loss, and they're probably done unless everybody else loses on the same day. And that'll still make it tough. Here, here's where we'll do. We're going we're gonna to do a postmortem. On this season, no matter how it ends up, whether they make the playoffs, whether they don't, and there's going to be a whole lot of that's where it happened, you know, and we're going to be pointing at coming out of the all-star break. We're going to be pointing at all of the one run losses to the Atlanta Braves. We're going to be pointing at uh, choking away this Pittsburgh series. There's, there's a lot of places to point for how things could have been better. Uh, but I think right now we're going to continue to be dialed in on this chance, yes. on this the sliver of hope that they can still press forward. So so here's where we're at. The Reds have five games remaining, Jeff. Uh, they're going to go to Cleveland uh, after an off day today. They've got two games there for the the much-desired Ohio Cup. Cares. <laughs> Listen, yeah. nobody cares about the Ohio Cup. You don't care. I don't care. He don't care. None of us care. No. 
But we need to win these games, so we need to win, win that baby. cup. So we want to win, win the Ohio Cup. Yeah, We want to go into Cleveland and take those two games. And then after that, and here's where I'm worried. After the Cleveland series, they go to St. Louis. Yes. Three games set in uh, at the arch there. And if St. Louis has a way to screw us, they will. That's yes. just the way it's always yep. been. So I'm worried about that series. Uh, I, I, I don't have confidence in going into St. Louis and sweeping them. Our only hope is that everybody's already focusing on packing up their lockers and going home. That's really our only hope in that series because St. Louis always plays the Reds tough. I'm a little bit worried about that series. But the Reds only have five games in that span. Everybody else involved in a playoff chase right now is playing six games to kind of round out the schedule. It's yes. just the way that it worked out. The Marlins have six games remaining. They're playing three against the Mets, three against the Pirates. Now, as far as the Mets go, I think they quit a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of fight left in the New York Philly Mets. just swept them. Yeah. yeah, uh, was, there, yeah. There's, not a, there's not a lot of fight nope. left there. Uh, so they probably win those games, two yeah. of three at least. But then they play the Pittsburgh Pirates. And Pittsburgh seems to be hell-bent yeah. <laughs> on being the bludgeoner of everybody's season that is remaining. And they're succeeding. They, they beat the Brewers, they beat the Cubs, they beat the Reds, and now they're going to have a chance to derail the Marlins. Yep. Uh, they're thriving on this thing right now. So that gives me some hope that the Marlins are looking at maybe three to five losses over those yep. six games. That would be huge. The Cubs... The Cubs have it the worst of anybody as far as the remaining schedule. They also play six games, Jeff. Three games against the Atlanta Braves. Mm -hmm. Three games against those Milwaukee Brewers. So I'm, I'm interested on your take on of those six games. What needs to happen there or what will happen as far as how the Cubs finish out? So I think the Reds own the tiebreaker with them, which is good. So if they lose three games and we win and, and the Reds win five games. I said, we, like I'm doing something. Uh, the If the Reds go 5-0 and oh, and the Cubs just go 3-3, three and three, then that means that we're in. If the Marlins, the Marlins are the big one because the Marlins make up their gap. I've been, I've had this like circled in my mind because they're a half game. This is where the half game always factors in here. They're a half game as far as the schedule goes. They've played one game less than the Reds have. They make that up on Thursday. So we still have half a week before we will even know exactly where the Marlins are in their schedule. That's going to be really tough to see. And the Marlins are so weird. They just played the Brewers tough for three straight games. And, and they seem to have some momentum building in here. I'm a little bit worried about them because they have the tiebreaker with the Reds. I, I, I think overall... We see the Cubs fall back. I'm a little bit worried, though, that the Marlins are going to be right there and win the tiebreaker at the end of the year. So the Diamondbacks, they haven't pulled away. They haven't locked anything true. up either. They're also playing six games over this last week. Uh, of their six, they're playing three against the White Sox, and those are pretty much gimmies. The White yeah. Sox are done. They checked out a they long time ago. June, yeah. I think. They yeah. checked out before the trade deadline. <laughs> and then, interestingly, they finish up the season against the Astros. Yeah. The Astros are playing for a little bit of something. They're so going for the West. Th yeah, yep. they're yep. going for yep. the West. So that could be that could be helpful to the Reds. So it's going to be a lot to watch. We're gonna we're gonna be on it every day, folks. Yes. Don't worry. You can check in here every single day. We're gonna keep you updated on how this picture is shaking out and, and report back to you uh, of what the Reds' chances are. The big takeaway, Jeff, is this: the Reds have to go undefeated. They can't afford Zero to losses. lose another game. Yep. There is no margin for error moving forward yep. for the Cincinnati Redlegs. But listen, Jeff, the bullpen 
has been the strength of this team all year long, and we didn't expect that. They were the strength right up until about last week when we really <laughs> needed them to be the strength. Here's the question. Can we count on any of the arms out of the bullpen to get this team to the promised land? Mm. Well, we're going to talk about that coming up in just a minute. I do want to shout out the sponsor of today's podcast, and that's DoorDash. Jeff, you use DoorDash. DoorDash. I've used DoorDash. DoorDash is great. If you run out of milk, if you're about to make your bowl of cereal, no milk, you call up, you get on your app, DoorDash, they bring you the milk. Uh, if you're out of cereal, they'll bring that too. Uh, craving some Mexican They'll pick it up for you, bring it to your house. But it's not just about the food. There's great service with them for groceries. Yes. And we talk about the milk. They can go grab some, you know, you forgot that lettuce for your salad. They can pick that up for you. Uh, there's lots of things they can do for you. I want to tell you about a time I used DoorDash. Uh, about a year ago, I was just sick. Couldn't talk. Needed medicine. Wasn't getting in the truck and driving down to the Walmart to get myself some Mucinex. That right. wasn't happening. Jumped on DoorDash, punched it in. Sure enough, they'll do that for you. Put in exactly the meds I wanted. Send them to the store. They go. Here's the cool part. The guy gets to the store and they didn't have the exact thing I wanted. I get a text message from the guy on DoorDash that's like, hey, they don't have this thing. Here's a picture of the shelf. Is there something else on there you wanted? Changed the order up. He got me the things. I got the medicine. I was able to record in a day or two. You know, it was it was a great service. DoorDash uh, makes it easy. Really, it really makes it easy. And listen, DoorDash, DoorDash wants your business as well. They want to help you feel better. They want to make sure you get your bowl of cereal. They want to make sure you can have your salad. They want to take care of you. And if you want to get 50% off your first DoorDash order, now's the chance for you. You can get 50% off which is up to a $20 value when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout with DoorDash. It's a limited time offer. Terms do apply. You want to get on that today. That's 50% off up to $20. No minimum subtotal at all. There's zero delivery fees on your first order. So it's free for you to kind of check it out and see if it's something that might be beneficial to you. I think you're going to find that it is. So just download the DoorDash app. DoorDash app from the App Store and then enter the promo code locked on MLB with your first order. You're going to get uh, that free delivery as well as 50% uh, off up to a $20 value on your order. So don't forget to use that code locked on MLB, 50% off your first order with DoorDash. All right. Also, don't forget that with the season winding down, if you can't be up at the ballpark in Cleveland, I know our buddy Tim Daniel driving up there, yep. checking out the yep. games. I know plenty of other people are heading up, but if you can't be there, you can catch every pitch of the Reds hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just download the app and search the word Reds. Uh, if you want to support the podcast as well, you want to support this show, we love having you here. Uh, you can join Jeff. He's doing subtext. You can text Go Reds to 513 597 0944. You're going to get texts from Jeff, little insider scoops. He's going to answer your questions. When we do live shows, you're going to be kind of first in line to have some of your questions answered. Uh, you can do that with subtext today. Thanks for making Locked on Reds your first listen every day. Every day is coming up. I teased it up top. Coming up on tomorrow's show, it's all Joey Votto, plus yes. a little playoff talk as well. But we're going to focus in on Joey because, um, you know, yesterday was a day. It was. Yesterday was, you know, for some of us that are older than you, Jeff, um, this had, you know, I haven't had those kind of feels hit since Barry Larkin retired. Mm -hmm. So um, we're going we're gonna to dig into that and, and talk about if that was it for Joey Votto. There's, there's a lot to discuss there. Had some big sunglasses on for a reason yesterday. Exactly. That's for sure, yeah. Um, 
Steve, I know this. Uh, this last week was harrowing for a lot of reasons. The losing streak really came at the worst possible time. And the one thing, okay, there's two things. The lineup has really been a huge reason why the Reds have been a success this year. But the bullpen has really been what has propped them up. And well, context that. Yeah. We thought the starting pitching was yes. going to be the thing that carried this team. As the thing and it was sinking. It was not. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. And, and the bullpen stepped in in a big, big way. Huge way. Because starting rotation all year long has been a huge negative. The bullpen had to pick up the slack. They did for much of the year. Until last week. And and we'd wondered. We had wondered all year how long can they keep this up? Because David Bell's been managing every game, like it's game seven of the World Series, since April first. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, especially since everybody got caught up. So I, I really think that number one, we gotta put into context the bullpen's been fantastic all year long. Yeah. Number two, they were abysmal last week. And pretty much the reason now that they are to the point they cannot lose again. Let's put this into perspective just a moment from last week. Here's what they did. And, and, and we talk about ERA a lot when it comes to pitching. I don't think ERA is a super reliable stat when it comes to relief pitching. So we're going to leave that bit out. I'm going to tell you why they were still bad even without that number. They allowed nearly as many walks as they had strikeouts. That's terrible. 17 walks. Last week, walks will hunt, as our friend Cam always tells us. Walks will hunt, and the walks were killing this bullpen last week. They had 22 strikeouts last week, which really wasn't good in its own right, Mm -hmm. and then 17 walks. Then, the base runners that they allowed, they only stranded 55% of them. 45% of the guys that touched first came all the way around to score. That's eight and a half free runs, basically. That is a a mind-boggling stat. And then the other one for me. Is whip. Whip is not like the best stat in and of itself, but when you put it in, when you combine it with the rest of them, it makes a lot of sense. Whip is walks plus hits per innings pitched. That's basically the base runners that you allow per inning. Mm-hmm. 2.46. Mm-mm. No bueno. So, so you're, you, you combine that with the strand rate of 55%. That's why everybody was scoring so many. That's why the Pirates came back from nine down. That's why the end of the series just, uh, it, it was just, it was the bullpen was so annoying. <laughs> Listen, you and I have been saying for weeks, maybe even months at this point, yeah. we've been asking the question and, and every day, as you know, we've been asking this question. When are these arms going to fall off? Yes. When, it, when is the abuse yeah. going to catch up with them? Well, I think we're seeing it. I mean, I, I really do. Uh, there's, there's a great example. You can look, and it's not just one reliever. And, 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 and listen, I don't want anyone to misunderstand. The bullpen has been great all year yeah. long. The, these guys all deserve to be considered for collectively team MVP, really. Yes. Because they stepped up in ways that nobody expected them to. Uh, but they're all falling down in those same yes. ways together collectively because they're tired. And there's there's a great example of you can look at this one picture. This is not to just pick on Buck Farmer, but yes. it's a great example of what's happened. It's with a microcosm. It is. Yeah. It is. It's a microcosm of what's going on in this bullpen. On June 18th, and this was a great stat that you pulled out, on June 18th, after 32 appearances, Buck Farmer had an ERA of 2.34. That's great through June 18th. Since then, since June 18th, in 36 appearances, his ERA has jumped 
to 5.73. And that's what it looks like across the bullpen. Yes. It's 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 part overuse, it's part being in situations that's not the best use of relievers when you've got guys that should be pitching one inning or having to cover two and you're hoping that they can maybe even get into a third because your starter was gone after a three. Luke Weaver, I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's just, it all piles up. It's all that wear and tear all adding up. So that's not to pick on Buck Farmer, but I think that's a great example of, of where this bullpen's at. He's a microcosm. And, and, and again, ERA is not the most reliable, but it's a good, it, it's a good snapshot. It's a a look at some other numbers. And if you could compile what Buck Farmer was doing, I do think even while he was pitching a low ERA, if I could go back and look, I think his walk, his strikeout to walk ratio still wasn't that great. That's been a problem with his bullpen all year long. And that's always a stat that is a typical predictor of what's going to happen and everything caught up with him. And I think one of the big things that this bullpen benefited from was a low batting average on balls in play. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everybody that was coming out of the bullpen was still giving up fly balls, still giving up. They weren't giving a lot of ground balls. They weren't striking out a lot of guys, so it was a lot of fly balls. And they just happened to find gloves. And they haven't been finding a whole lot of gloves here recently, and that's another thing in and of itself is that some of the gloves they find didn't catch them. So there's <laughs> been a little bit of weirdness there. But the bullpen as a whole just completely imploded last week, and... As, as as much as it stinks to say, we all kind of see that coming. Yeah, I mean, we've all been waiting for that shoe yeah. to drop. And, and really, I think what we feared for a while now, that's actually what's happening right yeah. here at the end of the season when they can't afford worst it possi- at all. Worst possible. Yeah, worst possible. It's not a good time for the bullpen to collapse. But this is the this worst, is the worst. Yeah. worst possible time that it could have happened. Because, yeah, like we said, the Reds need to win out. They cannot lose again. But I know this, there is one dude that is making sure that the Reds do, he's doing all he can to make sure that the Reds can win. And I think the team MVP, we, we talked about this a few weeks ago. I think it's changed. For me, it's changed. And I'm going to tell you why coming up next. Before we get to that, though, I want to tell you about one of today's sponsors, and that is Sleeper. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Sleeper that is giving you the chance to win up to 100 times your money. They are the number one sports app on the App Store. Go check them out today. Plus, we've got a great offer for you when you first deposit. We can get you up to $100 matched as well. So 100 times your payout, $100 matched on your first deposit. Sleeper Picks is amazing. You get to pick your favorite players. So in the final five games, you think Joey Votto is going to bang then you can pick homers and you can pick more because you pick your favorite stats. You pick more or less on those stats. It's very easy. There's no, you know, picking specific numbers or anything like that. Sleeper picks makes it easy. Plus it's something you can do in like 30 seconds or less. Like Joey Votto. If, if you think, you know, we're going to have a good pitching uh, matchup here with Hunter Green getting on the mound and getting some strikeouts, you can smash more on the strikeouts. Ellie has been running like a madman here recently. Going to get you some stolen bases, smash more on the steals. Seriously, check out Sleeper today. It's a really fun way to enjoy these final five games and enjoy the nuances of everything that's going on. Plus, whenever you get to the point where you're like, all right, I'm good. Let's take this money out and enjoy it. They have safe and fast withdrawals. If you use the promo code LOCKDOWN whenever you sign up, you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. So, like I said, went up to 100 times payout, get a $100 match on your first deposit, 
check out Sleeper today. You're going to want to do that and use that promo code Locked On. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And remember that if you can't uh, follow the Reds on the road, like some of our pals, then you can catch every pitch of the Reds hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search the word Reds. You can follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. Plus, you can follow us right here on YouTube if you're watching here today. Thank you so much for doing so. Make sure you click that subscribe button and you click the bell to get notified whenever we've got new content for you. New content all over the place. We had a big week last week, a couple of crossovers, a couple of uh, guests joined the show and things like that. It was, a, it was a good week. So make sure you're following us each and every day here, uh, wherever you get your podcast. All right, Steve, TJ Friedel is the MVP of this team. Oh, I know we've been saying Spencer Steer. I don't know. I know I've, we've been saying Spencer Steer, but TJ Friedel. I mean, this feels very what have you done for me lately, and I, and I get where you're <laughs> coming fair. from with that. I mean, just, you know, yesterday, two for two, big home run, third home run. Two walks as well. In three games, On plus the two times. walks. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, he's having, he's having a moment at just yeah. the right time, but I don't know that that surplants what Spencer Steer has done all season long. How many as hits a, does Spencer Steer have? How many bunt a, hits? I don't care. He has 20 home runs as a rookie. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, my God. Has, you're just trying to tick me off. No, look, I, I get where you're coming from. And and listen, it's probably a conversation between Spencer Steer and, and TJ Friedel. I think for me at the end of the day, TJ has been great in moments, but Spencer Steer has been consistent throughout most of the season. And I think if I was forced to vote – at the, at the end of thinking about it, I would land still on Spencer Steer. See, what strikes me, and this is something that I was trying to figure out the other day, because everyone has constantly said all year long, it's Corbin Carroll's NL Rookie of the Year to lose. And I'm like, well, Spencer Steer's had a great year too. Like, we're discounting the fact that he's leading the rookies in so many different categories. The biggest problem with Spencer Steer, and the biggest problem I see as to why TJ Friedel should be the team MVP is the defense. Oh, I knew you were The numbers go on the defense. Oh, you have to stop. Okay, you're going to let me rant for a minute because <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. The reason that Spencer Steer's outs above uh, average are so bad, mm-hmm. negative 11, I think yep. we talked about, right? The reason that they're so bad is because he's a team guy because he's telling David Bell, oh, you want me to play left field? Never played there, but I'll go. You want me to play third base? Sure. You want me to play second? Cool. First base? Yeah, I got that too. He's playing positions in the major leagues that he's never played before in his career because nobody else wanted to or could or was willing to or or whatnot. He's a team guy. That's the he is the modern day Tony Perez. So go fight those people in the comment section. He's he's sacrificing his statistics and his ability to earn money and win awards for the good of the team. And you want to penalize him for it. Hashtag Jeff hates Spencer Steer. So okay. I hear you out on that. He wants to be versatile. What position have the Reds had the hardest time filling? <laughs> center field. In the last <laughs> 20 years. You're such a jerk. You set me up for that. TJ Friedel, man. TJ Friedel. So, okay, Spencer Steer, negative outs above average, negative defensive war. TJ Friedel, positive defensive war, positive outs above average at the hardest position for the Reds to fill. And you add in the fact that he's good with the bat. His his one stat, and it's funny because we talk about this stat a lot when we talk about hitters. His one stat that always kind of gives me pause is the average exit velocity. 
But here recently, and in, in our friends over at Red's Content Plus wrote a great article about bat speed and how bat speed really attributes to that and really, and really contributes to a player as a whole. It has such a wide range with TJ Friedel because his average bat speed is lower than the average player in Major League Baseball. But his top end is very good. Like top, I, I think it was like top 20% or something like that. So what that tells me is dude's got control at the plate Dude's got control on the base paths, and dude's got control in the field. You can officially pencil me in as a TJ Friedel lover. He is a dude that is going to play every day for this team next year in center field at the top of this lineup. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit uh, while we were uh, perusing the selection yeah. at the Bowtie Bar yes. yesterday. Look, there's an argument here. Yeah. There's definitely further conversations that are warranted. Here's yes, one thing yes, I do yes. like about TJ Friedel. Um, you know, he wants to win and he wants to help this team. And, you know, in a day that was filled with reflection, talking about Joey Votto, a lot of the guys were still looking forward. We'd heard from Jonathan India earlier and, mm-hmm. and TJ Friedel was, was asked about what's coming up the rest of the way. And here's what he had to say. It's, it's huge after three tough games coming down the stretch here. At this point, it's fighting for inches. You know, you're you're fighting and clawing for anything that you can get. Um, and so, you know, going into the hole 2-0, it's, it's not foreign to us. Like we, we've seen that many times. You know, there was no there's no quit. You know, after games like last night, um, and you go down 2-0 on a Sunday day game, it's so easy to just kind of roll over and say that's it. Like yesterday was tough. Now we're down again. And that's just not this team. It's, we've never done that once this year. Not one. I mean, even last night, right? Like it was thirteen to nine, and we had the time run on base in the bottom of the ninth. And that's just not in our DNA. That hasn't been in our DNA all year. That's not who we are. You know, we're gonna fight until the very last out, like Joey said on the field after the game. You know, these last five games, it's we're gonna go with everything we have. Whatever happens, happens, but we're going to do everything that we can every single day to put ourselves in the best possible situation. All right. Whether or not he's the MVP, there's going to be many more conversations about that. For but sure. that is an MVP mindset. Yeah. And I think that is a big part of if the Reds are going to, are we going to bring back hashtag sneak on in? Cause that's really kind of where we're at, right? If they're they going to, yeah. if they're going to sneak on in, it's that kind of mindset that's going to get it done. It's that kind of desire and drive that's going to get it done. And I, I, I don't think this team is going to quit. They're going to play hard until the last out of the last game of the regular season trying to get into the playoffs. I cannot remember who said it was it was it was India or McLean or maybe it was even David Bell, but there was somebody earlier on this season that said that TJ Friedel embodies the spirit of this team. And I and what he said there in that clip is so just I mean that, that's what we've seen. And that's why Saturday's loss was even more frustrating. It's like yes, we constantly hit on the you know nine to nothing lead that they blow. We forget they had the tying run at third in the bottom of the ninth inning and they couldn't get them home. And, and, and that in and of itself was just so annoying as well. So th- this team is never out of it. And I really do think that where they are right now, 
I think they can make it work. It, it, the biggest problem is they have to have other people lose, and they don't control their own destiny even if they win out. But if you tell them this is what you need to do and this is what you can't do, I have a good feeling that they're going to go out there and do it. Well, they're they're the rally reds, right? Yes. And, and at this point, we're in, rally. The, we're in the bottom of the ninth, yep. and it's it's time to rally. And on that note, that's probably where we'll get out of here for today. Before we do, don't forget, you can catch every pitch of the Reds' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just download the app and search the word Reds. That'll do it for us here today. We've got one more episode with Steve here in studio and right in, right in front of you here on one camera. And we are going to be talking all about Joseph Daniel Votto because there there was a lot. There was a lot on a lot. Sunday. It's it's going to it, you're not going to want to miss it. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. Make sure you make us your first listen every day. And thank you for doing so. Because why, Steve? We're going to keep you locked on Reds every single day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.